0: I've missed you. I've been away for two weeks for continuing education and some time with my family. And while some of us had a chance to catch up at Marley's for pub theology Wednesday night, dare I say, it is good to be home. As I prepare to preach, one thing I try to do is to read the appointed lessons multiple times, the gospel in particular, for several days. Sometimes, when I'm lucky, I will discover a slightly different perspective based on the point in the week at which I read it. I've even been known to read the gospel just before I lay my head on my pillow in hopes that somehow, overnight, the words will nourish my unconscious being and I will awake with some morsel to feed this message. This week, verse 13 jumped out at me. He left Nazareth and made his home at Capernaum by the sea. You may recall, Marissa reflected last week, and yes, I did listen to the sermon, on how Jesus invited his followers to his home in Nazareth. And I'm not sure I ever noticed that, the idea of Jesus inviting his followers to his home. And now we arrive at a point in his prophecy-fulfilling life when Jesus left the home of his childhood and made a home for himself in a different place. However temporary that may have been, he left his family and all that was familiar and safe to engage in what God intended all along. I suppose one reason this struck so for me is because in preparation for ordination and eventual parish assignment, I left the parish of my first 50 years and much of what I knew to answer what I thought was a call. Over the span of internships in Darien, Southport, ordination at the end of June, and my arrival here mid-September, I have been keenly aware that my home here at St. Matthews is not a permanent one. I will be here for a time, strive to do what God intends, and then be assigned to a different parish. I don't hold the keys to the WEPCO campus, nor is there an office set aside for the deacon in this building. And no, this is not a subtle plea for either, not at all, Merely an illustration of the idea that the call of a deacon means that their office is in the world. In preparation for the annual meeting next week, I've written my humble submission to the annual report, and that gave me an opportunity to review what we have accomplished together these past four months. While writing, I was reminded that I want to learn more about the individual calls and ministries of St. Matthew's parishioners. And I will expand on that in just a moment. Capernaum was a fishing, farming, and trading village on the northwest coast of the Sea of Galilee, and there while walking along the beach, perhaps seeking clarity of thought upon the news of the arrest of John the Baptist, Jesus finds the first of his disciples, Simon, Peter, and his brother Andrew, while they are working, casting a net. He invites these unsuspecting fisherfolk to follow him, to become united in mind and purpose. As the group moved along, they met others, James and his brother John, sons of Zebedee, they too were about the work of their livelihoods when Jesus called to them in the same manner. Follow me and I will make you fish for people. Early in my childhood, I remember James and John being referred to as the, th- the sons of thunder due to the reputation of sorts they had for being disruptive and vociferous. Well, sometimes what they said made folks uncomfortable, including Jesus, and he loved them anyway. James was even the first to be martyred while he was preaching a sermon, I might add. As a deacon, I feel a particular connection to these outspoken ones, probably because that is part of our charge to say what needs to be said to the church and to the world. Fun fact, because we have a visitor with us today. A deacon is a deacon and a transitional deacon may someday be a priest. And a group of deacons has recently become known as a disturbance of deacons. (laughs) Because sometimes what they say makes folks uncomfortable. You should know there's a small disturbance of deacons brewing here today, two of us, as we welcome the Reverend Deacon Bonnie Matthews, chair of the Deacons' Council of the Episcopal Church in Connecticut. Bonnie also serves with Christ Church Cathedral in Hartford. I know we'll extend a warm St. Matthew's welcome to her at coffee hour. In the gospel today, Jesus extends the same invitation, the same call to all of us, to become united in mind and purpose. It is the call to leave the safety and security of the boat. Our collective and personal boats and follow him into the world. We are called when we least expect it, and usually when we feel most unprepared. Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Fish for people. I can honestly admit at times, I do find this a daring preposition, proposition, Excuse me, seeking out and going where I don't know. Seeking out people and going where I don't know. To be open enough to see people, especially those who others pass by without so much as a glance. Well, deacons have been known to find themselves ministering in unfamiliar places with folks that they at first don't know. At first, they don't know them. It is those very people deacons are charged with serving. And furthermore, deacons are charged with taking all of you, all of us, out into the world. Well, our time at the pub, and I promise you, those at my table, your secrets are safe with me. Our time at the pub allowed for some deep discussion on the topic of seeing God. And the inter- this interaction left me asking myself, a few nagging questions over the past few days. Am I invested or even interested enough in seeking the face of God? We have a lot to do in our lives. Perhaps I meet a person at Laundry Love who needs more than laundry soap. Will I simply dismiss their desire to engage and refer them to an agency to be helped the following day? Or let's say I'm on my way in for worship, or I'm on my way out to the third service at the Village Market, and Jesus shows up in the Webco courtyard in the form of someone begging for help. Will I invite the person in for worship, For a cup of coffee? Am I present enough to see the face of Jesus in that person at that moment? St. John Chrysostom is credited with saying, if we cannot find Christ in the beggar at the church door, we are not likely to find him in the chalice. Earlier, I mentioned a desire to hear more about our individual calls. And since not much is open in Wilton by the time I finish work during each weekday, I'm going to try something new or as our bishop would say, try something on. For months, for the months of February and March, I will hold office hours, what I'm calling deacon at the diner, on Tuesdays from 5 to 6.30, at Orem's, of course. My intention is to create some informal space to get to know one another and explore the needs of the larger community. I invite you to join me for a cup of tea And I look forward to hearing more about you, your ministries, your families, and how all of that intersects with the world. Jesus calls us to go into Wilton Center and the surrounding neighborhoods, united in the same mind and the same purpose, to seek the face of God in our neighbors. Again, we pray. Give us grace, O Lord, to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ and proclaim to all people the good news. Amen.